This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. Auto news, exclusive interviews, real-world test drives. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Welcome to SEMA 2021, because that's where I am. Uh, We're going to have several hours of broadcasting. SEMA in Las Vegas. SEMA stands for the Specialty Equipment uh, Association. Um, It's the trade show for everything you want but don't need. It's everything that makes your car go faster, look better, sound better, you name it. Big wheels and tires, window tinting, lift kits, turbochargers, superchargers, uh, fuel injection, you name it. It's all here at the Las Vegas Convention Center. And thanks to our friends at Hypertech, we are in their booth. And they have built a uh, what I call the Hypertech Hyperbaric Oxygen Chamber which means that we're full of hot air here in the the Ah, studio. And that's Matt Edmonds from Tire Rack breathing deeply. (laughs) So Tire Rack, I was talking about you with some guys earlier. When we look at SEMA, what it's all about, the Specialty Equipment Market Association, the one thing that they have done, which is really important for our industry, is that they have made data available Mm -hmm. to the builders and creators of all these products. So if you're making running boards, and you need the newest truck that's gonna be coming out, as soon as one is available, you can get the information and come and do measurements and things on the actual vehicle so you can make your running boards if you're a running board manufacturer. On and on and on and on. So it's all about getting the data. But then I was talking to this guy and he's like, you know what, think about it. If you put in there, it's a 102 inch wheelbase and you write I in for inch. Mm -hmm. He says, but then somebody else writes it I N C H. Yep. And then somebody else puts the little quote mark for inch, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like, how many different versions of the same thing are there? It goes like that a lot. Absolutely. So the data information and the accessibility is so, so important. And so SEMA makes it to where the entrepreneurs and the manufacturers have access to that data from the car makers that they're trying to make these parts and pieces sure. from, right? Sure. So this show is not just about people selling their product. It's actually people that are here that want to build a product on top of everything else and or in the process of building a product for a vehicle that will be in in your future maybe, right? Yep. So with you guys, I said that data room virtual is like tire rack where they keep the, um, what is the Holy Grail? It's not called the Holy Grail. It's called the uh, Arch Ark of the Covenant. Ark of the Covenant. Covenant. <laughs> I can't even say it. The, the, the Golden Arches. We'll just say it. Yeah, the Golden Arches. The Ark of the Covenant. At the end of Indiana Jones, when they rolled it into this huge storehouse, I was disappointed. I thought, really? <laughs> They're going to put that away? And, you know, like, there it is, the Ark of the Covenant. Anyway, but it was, uh, it reminded me of when I went into the factory, not the factory, but the storage house, the warehouse. This is the biggest warehouse I'd ever seen in my life. Oh, well, thank you. And I have been telling you this, and and this is the truth. Every time I tell people if they need tires to check out Tire Rack online, TireRack.com, every time the person goes out of their way to call me back and thank me. Because of your guys' incredible service what you do for people when they're looking for tires, making sure they get the right fitment, which is a word. Did you make that word up? Or is that a real word? But like you said, I mean, you know, it goes back to the data. And we have for years ourselves collected data because really we started 
before their, you know, SEMA was doing this and creating this data room. So there's nothing like getting your hands on a vehicle and, you know, the manufacturer will give you specifications and let you know what, you know, this is what it's going to look like. And we ran into this many years ago here with SEMA when the Mustang was reintroduced. Mm. And Ford said, we're going to be giving out 100 vehicles to people to modify for SEMA. Can you help us make sure we've got wheels that fit them? Mm. Well, we need to get our hands on a real vehicle right. to measure that. We just, oh, we'll give you, you know, the drawings. And, right, the oh, schematics no, no, no. and the data, we, whatever. We want a real vehicle. They sent us a mule. No, right. no, no, no. We need a real vehicle. And it took three chances, and we're fortunate. We're relatively close to Detroit and South Bend. Right. Finally got a vehicle and measured it and found out that it was completely different. Than what they were telling than what you. others had manufactured wheels to. Oh, no. And so Already? all of a sudden, you know, people had jumped at it. And, oh, and, no. Uh, but it goes to show how important the data is. Yeah. And actually, that's the technical side and the, and the fitment side of things. And yeah. it's not just for wheels, but like for tires. Yeah. I mean, and then the other thing we add to that, as much as you loved our, our warehouse, I know you loved our test track in our front oh, yard all, even more. Oh, so, baby. So that's where we get our knowledge on the tires. They have an actual racetrack in their front yard. <laughs> I drifted around that thing like a maniac in a, a CTSV Cadillac, like a maniac. So Tire Rack, for those who uh, may be hearing about it for the first time, if you ever need to buy tires and wheels and accessories yep. for your vehicle, yep. we have accessories. they will make sure that you get the right product for your vehicle. You know why? Because they care. They truly do. Matt Edmonds is the head of marketing and what have you, but part of the family that owns Tire Rack. And you're beautiful. Thank you. Says James Blunt. (laughs) (laughs) We will take a little break and come back with more. Uh, Thank you, Matt. TireRack.com. We'll be right back. My life is brilliant. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com, all the cars, one search. Next guest up does not have brown eyes. Hey, where did we go? She's got green eyes like the color of money. She is money. <laughs> Lauren Fix, the car coach. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Alan. How are you doing? Nice I'm to see you in person. I know. Here we are at SEMA 2021 in the Hypertech booth. Yes, you were over at Apex, though. But first, congratulations to your husband for winning first place. In the, uh, what was it again? The 24-hour? The 24-hour hour historic, historic at Daytona. Yes. And he beat prototypes and everything in a 92 Oldsmobile. You so got to love that. That was a Paul Genalozzi car. That I was awesome. I looked at that car and I go, what is that? I know. It's Oldsmobile Aurora. I know. It's like, what? Oh, what? I mean, but Oldsmobile made sports see, cars. we are old enough to know the, the importance of the Aurora engine as well. Yes. In, in Indy racing. It was you super know. reliable. Our team yeah. was Scott Sharp's team, so that oh, was wow. pretty awesome. Well, we had congrats. an amazing crew. Paul, congratulations. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty excited. He got the watch. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. Do you want to sell it? No. Oh, come on. Steal no. it. I'll come to your house and steal it. <laughs> uh, Lauren Fix is the car coach, and you can uh, tell us a little bit about, about what's happening at the other convention, mm-hmm. 
which is going on simultaneously, Apex. Yeah, Apex is the Automotive Aftermarket Performance Exhibition. So basically, it's all the parts you see in an auto parts store. Everything from exhaust systems to filters and belts and, and, and hard parts Oils and Oils and oil additives. Right, all, all that stuff. Yes. You know, Tecron's there and Shell is there and Trico wiper blades. But... In the basement, they've got Joe's Garage, and they're actually doing installations this year. It's the first time, and you're showing you how this stuff gets installed. So, like, BG is there, which would typically be at the SEMA show. So they're also here, but you're watching people set up at both shows. So I think it's a great little continuity. You guys would see Lauren on everything from Fox to CNN to the Weather Channel to God knows where. The car coach herself. What did you do? You had to do a little talk here or something? Uh, I covered the Apex show as a spokesperson, so we had a lot of social media, and we had live hit, and we're also doing some additional for coverage for the show, for Apex. Oh, nice. So that's the Car Care Council, so you may yeah. see Be Car Care Aware. Ah. That is part of that Be Car Care Aware campaign. So have you seen a car yet since you are car aware, mm-hmm. as well as car care aware? Have you seen a car that you just had to stop and go, oh, Lord. And it shook you to your bones. I mean, because sometimes that happens There's here. a lot of great cars here. I have to say, the Ford booth was impressive. Yep. So I was at the Ford launch at the Bronco Off-Rodeo, and they had the V8, the Coyote motor, jammed into a Bronco. No. Yes. And there's only 50 of them. They're coming out for 2023 race ready. Oh, this is the, the Baja-type race right. truck. I'm waiting for the Bronco Raptor. That's yes. going to be awesome. Yes. That'll be a street version. Are they actually talking about that? Well, you know, they're not going to tell us that. Because, right, you right. know, we'll tell everyone. We'll tell you. <laughs> well, well, we just did. Yeah. Oh, that's so, gonna, uh, I hope it's coming. Shelby was over there. We both know Gary Patterson Yeah, he's well. going to be on the show. Excellent. Yeah. And he had the Mach-E GT done as a Shelby. Right. And as a so Shelby an owner. electric car from Shelby. It's an SUV. Right. Yeah. It's, it, well, car, yeah, with the I know. car. I know. It's, you know, it's one of those cars, SUVs, a crossover. That some people call it a car, this Mach-E, which is Mustang Mach-E, electric. Some people would say it's a car. Some people say it's an SUV. Well, That's why we call them a crossover. Dave Parasek from Ford put the GT and GT Performance in. I got a chance to review that. It's on my website. But that was great. Tell them the website. The website is Car Coach Reports on YouTube, all forms of social media, (laughs) at Lauren (laughs) Fex. I think I said that a million times. I know. It's funny. Yeah. Okay. So um, you guys, Mm -hmm. normally, your company, Mm -hmm. normally here at... SEMA. Yes. This year, we chose to not do Hang that. back, yeah. Yeah, but we'll be back next year. But, you know, like you, we go to the PRI show and everything else. But yeah. well, you, just you a lot have of two things. You and I are both this way. We're both journalists mm-hmm. or, or talking heads, whatever you want to call us. But Either. you also have a actual company that manufactures something besides hot air like myself. <laughs> So we, ma- we manufacture tubing products. We own a company called Classic Tube. Yep. So preform tubing products for automotive industrial. We also do stuff for even like tanks and helicopters and uh, nuclear power plants. So we make all kinds of cool contract wow. work. Yes, yeah, so we do a lot of neat stuff. Yeah. And on top of that, we also make stainless braided hoses. And the sponsor for the race car is Stop Flex. So they're Depart- DOT, Department of Transportation, flexible hoses that you can put on your Mustang, your Camaro, your, wow. your Mopar, whatever it is you got. And uh, it'll make the pedal firmer awesome yeah so we you know we've been we're usually here but just didn't work out unfortunately but the show is pretty good there's a lot of traffic this afternoon more so than this morning yeah well i can tell you as the uh, show continues on this is our first day here we're going to be broadcasting live from the hypertech booth and um i'm sure that it's going to continue to um evolve a lot of people got stuck not getting here Yes. Because of the stinking airline problems. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, this is ZZ Top. She's a bad girl. <laughs> it's Lauren Fix. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> Thank you. We'll take a little break. Live from the SEMA show floor. 
2021 in the Hypertech booth. We'll be right back. It's The Drive. She's a bad girl. Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit buybrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. Well, you're listening to The Drive all across America today. We're at the SEMA show in the Hypertech booth. Thanks to the folks at Hypertech for uh, hosting us here. They built us a nice little studio so we can be right on the show floor. Joining us right now is Russ Dean. He is a SEMA Hall of Fame member inducted in 2007. And my friend says, uh, so you got to meet Russ. The guy's done everything. He's a lawyer. <laughs> he's a lawyer. He's a he's an attorney. God forbid. And there he is. And I said, "Well, what has he done?" And he started listing off the laundry list of things you've done. But I mean, I think your vocation is first an attorney. Am I right? Actually, or, not really. I mean, I mean, I happen to be an attorney. But yeah. The reason for that is it's it's like a fast car. It'll take you wherever you want to go. There you go. And the things that I've done throughout my life have been made possible by virtue of having that training. And, right. And the interesting thing is, that for me, it's it's really a unbelievable gift. My first hot laps were in uh, Hockenheim Raceway in oh Germany. Oh my gosh! When I was 16, and I had a Zundap 250 motorcycle, and I used to do hot laps over there when I was 16, and I've been racing ever since. Wow! And I've been collecting cars and doing things. So this is really the most important part of my life. Right. But we've had some fun doing other things, and um, I have a little foundation, and we use that foundation, for example, to create democracies in the Eastern Europe, actually before the Soviet Union broke up. Wow. And so that's what uh, David was talking about, about developing democracies, legal systems and whatnot. Right. And we did all that stuff. And um, it's all just a matter of pure dumb luck, <laughs> being in the right place at the right time. Right. Well, you followed your passion, and obviously it puts you in the right place. Well, it, it has. Yeah. And, and like I say, my this is my home. It's always been my home. Yeah. And um, I've been fortunate to have been able to engage in a lot of different types of activities over the years. But at the end of the day, this is this So is my what home. has been your contribution to SEMA? You have been inducted into the Hall of Fame for almost 15 years. So this is not anything new to you like you talk about. This is something you've been doing a good long time. I have been doing it for a long time. I have no idea why I'm in the Hall of Fame um, <laughs> at all. Uh, and, and I've got a lot of friends in the Hall of Fame who would agree with me in that regard. <laughs> That's too funny. But, uh, matter of fact, we were just talking recently about a good friend of mine, Jim McFarland, who's not here now, but he is. I mean, he's back in, at home in Tennessee. But when I came to SEMA 40 five years ago or so, we had a lot of problems. And you notice we still have a lot of problems. Sure. And always will. They involved some fairly sophisticated technical issues that I had no idea about at all. And Jim McFarland trained me. Ah. He trained me. He trained Chris for Kirstein. The Chris, CEO, yes. Uh, Chris was used to be in the firm. And right. so Oh, and I so, did not know that's right. He was an attorney. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot all about that. Yeah, he's uh, he's a he, good friend of mine. He's a sweet man. He's a good guy, yep. and we worked together for well, we're still working together, and it was such fun. <laughs> I remember he was reminding me the other day. We were talking about something, and something came up, not even the salt flats or whatever. And I said, well, what you need to do is get on the phone and call Wally Parks and tell him this is what we're doing. Yeah. He said, I'm going to call Wally Parks. Right. Said, yeah. yeah. And then he and, and Wally, Wally Parks. Wally was the nicest guy. And, he was such a great and man. And they were fast friends forever. Yep. Yep. Um, so, in I any case. I think I did one of the last interviews with Wally Parks before he passed. Yeah. At the Motorsports Hall of Fame in, in um Southern California and Vic Edelbrock we were sitting around tables right. like this yeah. and even into his late years that man was the most consistent nice human being you could meet he was and that's he, what this this sport is all I mean this hobby I should say yeah. is all about yeah. is people caring about people right and it's so important and you know the other thing that you mentioned caring about people it's caring about about things I've spent a fair amount of time with equity groups, God forbid, oh. and who are coming into this industry. And the reason is they see this as a, oh, a goldmine. Growth, yeah. And the problem is a lot of the people who come into this thing didn't come from the industry. Right. And it's really important for them to understand the Wally Parks of the yeah, world and right. what they care about because this is a an industry of passion. Yes. <laughs> we don't sell anything anybody needs. Well, and that's the great part. We've always said... SEMA is full of the the whole, I mean, I don't know how many square feet there are now with the new one. I know. It's you know, crazy. it's just gajillion square feet full of things we don't need, but have got to have. Right. Absolutely. You know, we've got to have it. And, <laughs> and if you come into the industry and you don't realize that this industry is a passion-driven industry, you think it's like selling Kleenex or right. something else. You'll fail because you you don't you can't possibly you understand why you won't get yeah, it right and so it's it's really interesting to see some of the groups that have come in have retained people who are sort of legendary in the industry yep. and they know what's going on and they're able to help these new people come in and understand that nobody has to buy our stuff well nobody. what I love about this industry is the people oh yeah and Tim Kaniskis the president of I guess the Dodge brand amongst others passenger cars for now Stellantis when he came out with the Dodge Demon at first I didn't know but the slogan kind of of it was if you know you know right and I wasn't a drag race guy so I just didn't know but this was a vehicle that was built by drag racers for drag racers and they were entrepreneurs entrepreneurs on the inside of a huge corporation and it was so fun to watch it all kind of unfold because he got away with something he shouldn't have which was to make an 840 horsepower vehicle that pops a wheelie with a factory warranty right. who does that right People with this passion you speak of. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And and by the way, they give hope to everybody else. Absolutely. Because if they can build a car like that that meets emission levels, yeah. we can do the same yeah. thing. And I bought one. All right, Rustine, thank you very much. A Hall of Fame member from 2007 for SEMA. Thank you, sir. Great fun. Thank, thank you for everything you've done. We'll be right back. It's The Drive. Because you're mine, I walk the line. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. 
Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Well, here we are at SEMA 2021. I'm Alan Taylor from the Hypertech booth. Right behind Ford, right right at the Central Hall. Couldn't be a better location broadcasting live from SEMA 2021. Joining me right now is old friend, and I'm going to say a really old friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm just playing. Jim no. Ryan. He's the uh, Director of Sales and Marketing uh, for SCORE International Off-Road Racing. Uh, I don't know if you remember, Jim. Uh, first of all, you, I know you remember we used to work together, uh-huh. and we did some radio together when... Both of us were working with the uh, what is today the Motor Trend Group. Mm-hmm. You working for you were kind of a group director, as you were saying. So yeah, well, we obviously I was at the Peterson Publishing Company for quite a while. Right, that's where I and, started too. And we all came up with our our level of guys and um, sales guys into regional directors into category managers into publishers yeah. into group publishers. So that whole that whole well, you, uh, family you were kind of one of the big wigs, man. And I have to tell you, and I remember and appreciate what a great attitude you had towards all of your editorial staff. Yeah. Because those are the guys and gals that are out there in the field bringing in the what you might say the crops. Well, the content. Yeah, the content. Content yeah. is king. And I think that's one of the, the real critical areas that you either figure it out or don't. That's right. Um, and it's always the main driver. And I think that's one thing that... The editorial guys I worked with were fantastic. They had a good pulse on the marketplace and where things were going. And Freiberger was one of one yeah, of those. David one Freiberger. Of those, one did of those you notice guys. that he just wrote his last last page no, for Hot Rod? I didn't. Oh, he just posted that. It's like he hasn't even worked for Hot Rod for I don't know five or six seven years. Yeah. And he always had last page. Yeah. And he just posted like you know a couple days ago or something. This is my last one. So share this out there because he's he's doing a roadkill. No, I know he's, he's moved on. He's he, like thirty three or so years. He's a movie star now. Yeah, he is. He really is a TV <laughs> and movie star, right? So I don't know if you know it or not, but I won the Baja five hundred with Rod Hall back in two thousand six. Wow, with, we were driving Hummer, so yep. kind of the tortoise and the hare, you know. No, Rod. and we were the tortoise, but we won. No, no, and, and I, I my plaque in my office and a beautiful picture of the the Hummer H two that we drove and. Rod, you know, of course, said thanks for your drive to win the Baja 500, Rod Hall and Team Hall. I, you know, we lost him. You know, I mean, what an icon. What a gentleman. What a sweet man. And uh, so proud to have that in my in my history. Yeah, he was. He's is in, in one of our primary legends of yeah. the class. And yeah. he uh, his 80th birthday was at the actual 50th anniversary of the Baja 1017. Wow. And that he had raced every race. Yeah. Uh, 50 straight races. So, wow. You know, he was, uh, that was uh, his last big effort. Yeah, yeah. that um, was awesome. With his, with his family and some Fantastic. other celebrities. Well, bring us forward. SCORE International Off-Road Racing 2022, the SCORE World Desert Championship. Give us a little window into 2022. Yeah, we're uh, poised really well. We are we operate totally in Baja yep. now. Our courses have been down there for quite a few years. So versus the Nevada 1000, things like that, it's all Baja. We racing. moved 100% to Baja wow. because of the environment. Yeah, uh, we, okay. we could 
do what we have to do for our courses, right. which is shrinking drastically up here, even yeah. more so lately. Yeah. So we're yeah we have a full on office in Ensenada as of uh, four years ago. Wow. They deal twenty four hours a day with uh, Mexico City to yeah. the governors to the mayors to the police chiefs, uh, yeah. security forces, yeah. tourism, border crossings. So they're they're quite busy and they're outstanding. That's where they are right now. Or the Baja 1000 is coming up upon us well, it's very fast. it's a huge fast. event for Mexico. Yeah, it is. I mean, it really, I mean, because the just the tourism dollars, first of all, and, you know, with all of the negative that we're seeing about the borders and all these things, this is a shining star for them, these races and right. these events. We had to cancel uh, our San Felipe race, which usually takes place March, April last right. year. Right. And COVID then we stuff. had to move the Baja 500, which was always in June, because the COVID situation was still not ready for crowd or right. any type of activities. So we pushed the Baja 500 back to uh, September last year just to prove we could operate under strict COVID protocols and we were a big success oh. uh, so that enabled us to have the Baja 1000 last year so that was uh, that we have all four races back in 2021 so the operating under COVID uh, no crowds at the uh, start finish line and no no press conferences and things really? like that really yeah but so it's the, like raw racing we were, we were, yes yes yeah. it is wow. but the crowds are still out there in the in the field heading into 2022 we have all four races back, and we're seeing where COVID is. I mean, we could, we can operate with it. We have a total good plan, and the racers and the fans all understand it. Uh, we have to go. We're basically we're a guest of another country, obviously, and we right. have to follow their uh, their directions. But we have a very good working relationship with them uh, for all those reasons you just mentioned. Can you talk about Sal Fish just a little bit? Sure. Just on uh, Saturday night at the Off Road Hall of Fame. What a, another icon of our industry. Yeah, I, I love. When our industry leaders lead, yep, and this is so important. This is why the, you know people sometimes they have the Peter principle where they just rise up into the leadership role, but they don't know how to lead. And what happens is in our industry, I'm going to say it's very unique. In our industry, most of the leaders are true leaders. They have courage. They have grit. They take chances. And in this world today of this kind of data-driven universe we're in, sometimes you have people that are only relying on data and forgetting about the human right. factor. And I remember when in 2000, 2001, the first time I raced in any of these races, there was Sal Fish. And he was salt of the earth, good man, cared about everyone. And I haven't seen him in a number of years, and I can, I can see that his and my hair are both graying and yours too. Yep, <laughs> but that does happen. You know what? I mean, it just makes the heart grow fonder. I, I saw his face in this brochure, and I'm looking, I go, oh, I miss Sal. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, has it really been 15 years since I raced last? It has, because once I won, I was like, okay, I'm done. Move on to the next right. thing, NASCAR or whatever it's going to be. But I didn't. That was the last big thing I did was to run with Rod Hall. It's fantastic. We did it for Car and Driver Magazine. Yep. That's, so. Now, those, all those type of programs still continue. And, yeah. and Sal uh, was able to get out when he chose to do so yeah, yeah. Uh, at the end of 2012. And um, he's he's very happy. He looks younger now, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, the stress is a little. <laughs> yeah, less, you know, I'm he's, sure. he's having a great life. So, congratulations there. So, um, last thing, it looks like you guys have a lot more going on. Twenty-four hour marketing impact, three hundred and sixty degree promotional programs. You have your own magazine. You, because you come from this industry, you have really turned this into a turnkey. If you're a, an off-roading right. enthusiast, boom. Well, Tell people about the website. Yeah, the, the brand is 
solid. Score is known globally and, and has a great following, but the actual race brands are internationally known. The Baja 1000, sure. people in New York would know what that is, and all over the world, Baja 500. Oh, absolutely. So those are two iconic others. Our San Felipe race is also 35 years old. So um, and we're our brand new race uh, that we started yeah. in September for the uh, Baja. It's called the Baja 400. It's also out of Ensenada. So well, that kind of makes up our, uh, our our package. But you guys are doing a great job, a fantastic job. I got to tell you, you guys check out Score International. You have to do the little hyphen Score hyphen International dot com is the website. If you love off roading and uh, desert racing and Baja style racing. There's so much opportunity for you guys out there, you men and women both. Jim, good seeing you, brother. Jim Ryan, everybody. Thank you, Alan. All good right. to see you. Love it. We'll be right back from the show floor in the Hypertech booth. This is The Drive. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback gives you state-of-the-art active safety technology for extra confidence on every drive. You can count on the roomy comfort and impressive cargo space, standard raised roof rails with enhanced tie-down points, and Subaru Starlink Multimedia with an 11.6-inch high-resolution touchscreen to wrap your experience with love for your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models. This is The Drive today, broadcasting from SEMA. That's the Specialty Equipment Market Association trade show in Las Vegas. And we are here with Hypertech. Thanks to the folks at Hypertech for having us in their booth and building a Hypertech hyperbaric oxygen chamber that is, and we're creating hot air in here is what it boils down to. <laughs> Les Rudd joining us. Uh, president and uh, CSO at uh, Bob Cook Sales, but he's on the board of directors of SEMA. And our show brought to you in part by Subaru. Thanks to Subaru for sponsoring the show. Um, Les, can you talk about what it's like to be on the board of directors? What, what does the board of directors do? So we just start right there. It's like, what does it mean to the world? Well, you know, the, the board's the group that uh, sits and does all we can to move SEMA forward as an association while giving staff a lot of things to do. So we're out there trying to protect the industry, grow the industry, bring new things into the industry. And then over the last uh, two years, we've had more meetings than we've ever had trying to get the get a show done. Yeah. And last year we fell a little short, but God, what a year it was this year to make this thing happen. Well, you know, you couldn't do anything but what you did last year. I think it's a bold move. For this year, because look at so many other trade shows that have been canceled. I think our industry is a very robust industry. Courageous people that are willing to risk their life <laughs> for their car or their, yeah. you know, their their hobby, their their passion, their entrepreneurs. I think that must be the vast majority. And you know, I I host the show for Entrepreneur Magazine, so I get this. And I've always been an entrepreneur. Ever since I was in high school, I was working. And even before that, I got my first car, earning money, washing and waxing and detailing cars. And that's how I started using Meguiar's car products. <laughs> when I saw there was actually a man named Mr. Meguiar, 
you know, 28 years later, we're, we're best friends here still all these years. And I met him in 1992 when I came to wow. my first one. And I was 32 years old, but I started using his products in 76, right? So to me, we meet our, I don't know, our heroes. You know, it's like for me, I was, I was a car painter and I used the Meguiar's products. And right. so all of a sudden I met this guy and then I met some guy named Vic Edelbrock. And then I met, you know, I was like on and on and on, Wally Parks and you name it, I've met them all. And I thought, this, this industry is alive with passion, something you just don't see. And, you know, maybe, maybe the fashion world's kind of like that, but in a different way. It's not my flavor. You know, this is my flavor. So, uh, yeah, the, the board. And, and what's going to be like for 2022? Well, you know, this show, uh, you may not know it, but for years... This has been the largest meeting of individual entrepreneurial small businesses in the United States is the SEMA show. I'm so glad to know that. Although it wasn't. But now how about this? This is the largest trade show convention in the United States this year. What? You are wow. here. You are here at it right Woo-hoo. now. And, you know, so, hey, we jumped through a lot of hoops and we did a lot of things and, and we took some gambles as the board, but we, we really came together. The board was focused on doing whatever it took to do a show. Right. And uh, you mentioned a lot of big names. You know, I, I, I warn people that get caught up in this industry. I say, hey, it's like quicksand. Now, the harder you try <laughs> to get out of it, the deeper you get into right. it. Right. But it has been such a blessing. I've been such blessed to be in this industry. Like you, this is my 37th show. Wow. I came to my first one when I was four. Uh, (laughs) Now, uh, uh, actually, uh, Amy Falk was who uh, drug me to my first show, believe it or not. The CEO of Hypertech. Hypertech. Yeah, she was with TCI Automotive and hired me as a race tech. Is that uh, awesome? The next thing you know, uh, know, she's uh, drugged me into... Volunteering, I wouldn't. I, probably, I can easily say I wouldn't be on the board if it wasn't probably for Amy because Amy made me volunteer when I worked for her. You know, I got to tell you a story ago. about her. So we were coming here early and we were setting up all our gear, and here's this just sweet lady that's helping everybody get all set up and do stuff. And somebody says, "Yeah, she's the CEO." I went, "She's the CEO." <laughs> she was over here working with us, doing all the stuff that you know. Right. And that's what's beautiful about this industry. This is a good-sized company, this yep. Hypertech. And the CEO is working side-by-side side with the Workaday Joe and, and Jill, you know? And I love that. Yeah. And I just love it about this. So, Voices of the Industry is what we're doing here. And thank you for coming over. What does Bob Cook Sales do? What are you guys known best for? Well, we're a manufacturer's rep agency, so we're a, a contract sales force. And our key focus is working with, you know, we can work with small companies, they can't afford to have a sales force, and we can grow their business. But even small companies become big. We uh, we worked with Edelbrock for uh, for over forty years. Wow! And uh, so we've been really blessed to have key marquee companies in our industry. We've That's got great. a great team, and and what we do is even when uh, COVID says you can't go visit people, we figure out ways to go sell face to face. We do creative stuff. We recommend you know people to other connections in the industry where they're maybe needing some marketing help or needing some manufacturing help, and then. Uh, we get out and knock on doors. We see about 300 jobber or dealers a month and uh, push our manufacturer's products through that. That's fantastic. Well, we appreciate your your uh, contribution to the board of directors to yes, the sir. SEMA show. Thanks for having me. Thank you. BobCookSales.com on the web. This is the uh, live from SEMA um, edition of our show. I love doing this stuff. We're going to be right back with more from SEMA 2021. Thank you.
Getting a new ride is fun. Shopping online for a new car? Not so much. Stop doing the same car search over and over again on multiple sites and try Autotempest.com. See all the cars with one easy search. Our powerful search engine scours all the top car shopping sites, giving you instant results so you can easily browse all the listings with one search. Whether a dream ride, a family hauler, or a work truck, let us help you find your next ride. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. Welcome to the Hypertech booth at SEMA 2021. I'm Alan Taylor, live broadcasting from the show floor. Thanks to our friends at Hypertech. Check them out. Hypertech is a... If you got a a car, a late model car truck, you want to make it go a little bit better, you'll notice it immediately with Hypertech. Check out their products online. Um, Our next guest is Ron Knox. He's the president of Diesel Motorsports. Ron, welcome to the show. Tell us what you do, because uh, I think a lot of folks that drive trucks, particularly diesel trucks, will probably love what you do. Absolutely. They'd love the, the events we do. We've put them on for 14 years. Nice. And they're all over the country. We've been every part of the country at normally drag strips or fairgrounds. We do drag racing, sled pulling, show and shine, and also dyno competitions for diesel pickups. And these are nice uh, street pickups, and they go fast, and then they dial them back down and go slow and get good <laughs> mileage on the road, you know? So that, I was just talking about that. I had a, a Jeep Gladiator, and I put a Borla exhaust on it, and I, and I did a bunch of different things to make it just, you know, sound better, run better, you know, everything about it was just better. And it's already a nice vehicle to begin with, but all these little things we do to them, it really enhanced the ownership and the drivability of the vehicle. Just makes it more fun. So my sister gets a diesel version of the Jeep Gladiator. Yes. And she calls me and she goes, hey, we just drove it back to Texas, which is like 2,000 miles from where I live. And she goes, 29 miles to the gallon. I'm getting like 17, 15, right? <laughs> right. And I'm like, 29? Right. Oh, yeah. You know, and you got all that torque and the, the towability. Everything is just the longevity of the engine, you know, of course, diesel. And I, I've been a diesel guy my whole life. So I'm like, all right. And a buddy of mine, he goes, hey, he goes, how do you like that Gladiator? I, go, I love it. You want to buy it? He goes, what do you mean you love it? You want to buy it? You just got it. It was a 2021. I yeah, said, yeah. Yeah, but I've had my fun with it. I want to get a diesel. And he goes, I hate diesels. And I go, well, you want to buy it? I got a good deal. You want to buy it? He goes, yeah, actually I do. So I sold it to him. Did like you? Two, two weeks ago, literally. So I am now going to order a diesel and I'm going to be now going out and doing all that stuff to a diesel, which is like you said, you can kind of power them up and go have some real fun with it. Dial it back when you get back out to, you know, your work a day truck again. So it's fun, fun stuff. I tell you what, we had an event just two weeks ago in Indiana at the old Bunker Hill drag strip. Yep. One of the winners of ET is an old time truck driver guy, but he shows up in a diesel Chevy Cruze. <laughs> Drove down there fifty miles per gallon. Yeah. And he right. says, "Oh yeah, yeah, I drove down there real cheap." Right. Got out on the track, beat everybody on the track, and what? won 
the grand prize, the championship with E.T. <laughs> estimated time in this Chevy Cruze, and he beat out, uh, you know, 20, 30 vehicles. Isn't that funny? Yes. It's just, it's, that's the hobby, though, right there. That's the hobby. It's racing. Yeah, exactly. And so, what's more American than a huge diesel pickup with big tires, big exhaust, yeah, big wheels. Sometimes a lot of black smoke. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's just kind of fun. It's you know? a, the ones that trailered in, that's they're built strictly for racing. Right. But the street ones, no, they don't blow that much black smoke. And, no, uh, no. They don't. I mean, listen, I was sitting by a, a diesel, a brand new Ford diesel the other day, and I'm like, is that a diesel? Yeah, you can't hear them. You can't even hear. It's like it's. I, I was just like blown away. It used to be, you know, your last name Knox, but you spell it K N O C H. That's right. But it used to be that they were just knocking, you know. Oh yeah. And you know they're sitting next to a big old tractor. Now, you are standing there going, I don't know if that's a gas or it's a diesel, and it's running. Yeah, you can't tell. And there's no smoke. I mean, nope. if you get on it as hard nope. as you can, you. May if you're towing a trailer, may just get maybe. maybe, but not these new ones actually because they got all these amazing catalytic converters and they use the yep. the uh, diesel exhaust fluid and all that kind of stuff. But then there's guys that'll bypass that. But that's the fun thing. That's what SEMA is all about: is it personalizing is. the machine, yep. making it do the premium job for what you want it to. So now you're talking about drag racing diesel trucks. Dirt drag, sled pulling, dyno, show and shine, 4x4 track, pickup trucks, semis, bikes? Yeah, we actually have, uh, believe it or not, a few diesel bikes show <laughs> what? up. That's why I was like, what? Oh, yeah, they make them. ATV, UTV, 4x4. Diesels, yep. That is so awesome. It's ridiculous. Well, where can people find out more about you? Dieselmotorsports.us. Too easy. Dieselmotorsports.us. All right, Ron Knox, um, you guys that are guys and gals that are into diesels, uh, they have events going on all across the country. Check them out. Uh, Dieselmotorsports.us. Thanks, Alan. Thank you, Ron. We'll take a little break from SEMA and the Hypertech booth. We'll be right back. Shopping for cars online is slow. Checking all those different sites one by one, Auto Tempest doesn't like slow. That's why we sponsor NASCAR driver Chris Busher in the number 17 Ford Mustang. It's also why we created a powerful search engine that will scour all the top car shopping sites, letting you search used car listings from across the internet in one search. Why waste time searching each site separately? Use Auto Tempest instead. Find all the cars. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. Auto News. Exclusive interviews. Real world test drives. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. Today, we're in Las Vegas for the SEMA show, S-E-M-A, the Specialty Equipment Market Association. It's the trade show for everything you want and nothing you really need. Uh, I'm Alan Taylor. Uh, BJ Colleen joining me here in your hometown now. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to Vegas. Yes. Uh, And you know what? 
I got to tell you, I'm glad I'm here. I was thinking about not coming like a lot of the people that didn't come. But, you know, when I got the phone call from the people at Hypertech, we're in the Hypertech booth. They said, listen, we want to do this series called Voices of the Industry. And I said, yeah, I kind of know everybody. So it'll be easy to get, you know, you do. between you and me, we know everybody in Just this about. industry. And uh, I thought, yeah, and, and it'd be a good time for me to catch up with friends. And so they built us this Hypertech hyperbaric oxygen chamber which is, a, you know, a joke. Everybody thinks, I, I put that on social media. Everybody thinks I'm in an oxygen chamber <laughs> because of the great plague of the 2021. And I just thought, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm just here having fun talking to my friends. Voices of the industry. I like that. And you, of course, been walking around. I've been in the hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> so, right. Although it's funny because it's just there's nothing to it other than a radio studio. <laughs> but uh, can you talk about what you're kind of noticing and seeing? It's, of course, now a lot of people did not. Come. They did not bring their companies this year to SEMA. So there are some blank spots, but I still there's got to be still 100,000 people here. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of people here. You know, first, kudos to SEMA because it's hard when you've had a whole year off to come back and try to get everybody back. And, yeah. and I think they did a really good job. There are a lot of people here, which is uh, absolutely a good thing. I do like the fact that the aisles are wider, so it makes it a lot did easier they really to walk make around. Them that wider? Yes, and you'll get a chance to walk around later. Okay. You'll see it's wider. But I think it's because the number of displays and booths are down. Right. So they had to spread things out. There's actually places to sit where before there was Never. nowhere to sit here. Yeah. It seemed I mean, you so. had a hard time walking, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've actually sat twice, which is like amazing here. <laughs> but there are still a lot of great vehicles. The, yeah. the kickoff was Friday night, and we saw a lot of cars there, too. Dave Kindig had his two... Corvette, what, wait, 53 you, what Corvette What is the story with that? Yeah, they're reproductions. Yeah, they're reproductions. And they're, it's almost, you know, there's a lot of back and forth. Some people love it. Some people hate it. It's very polarizing. But it's a very clean design. David Kindig from Bitch and Rides. Right, from Bitch and yeah. Rides. And so he made a couple of, of repos that he's going to be doing. He even said that one of them down the line is going to be an electric one. So you got to worry, think about that, you know. But uh, the, they look good, though. They're very nice and clean. I, I love what you just did. Yeah. You got to worry. You got to think about that. You, yeah, you, you do, because, you know, is it really a Corvette if it's electric? Uh, uh, well, I look, that's know, what's coming, so. though. That is what I is. Know. It's not coming. It's here. Yeah. And then somebody took a Ford 66 Ford Bronco Roadster, probably one of the earliest ones, and made that electric, too. So, it's I, coming. you know, I, I know it's coming and we can't stop it, but it's kind of interesting because a lot of people noticed right away when they introduced the Z06 Corvette last night, they're like, that doesn't sound like a Corvette because it's got a flat plane crank, so it sounds like an F1 car. So it's kind of oh. interesting. So, you know, a Corvette, you know, Wait I know what did you Did you go think. to that? Yeah, last night, yes. You yes. did? Yes. Why didn't you tell me? You were there. I was at Walmart. Oh, well. No, you remember I left early and that's you went how to buy I got underwear, this right? chunk of my head missing. I was trying to put a, a big bunch of water in my videographer's car and he's a surfer and I smashed my head on his surf rack. <laughs> you know, it's like... But no, no brains leaked out. No, so nothing. Okay, Actually, so. just kind of gasoline and oil leaked out of my skull. It just adds character. That's all scars. <laughs> it tells exactly. a story, adds character. Make up anything you want. You know? I told everybody, I said, listen, somebody messed with me, I'd do headbutt. <laughs> Either that or I hit my head on the surf rack. You know? <laughs> but one of the coolest things here is the Chip Foose experience where he's got... I think there's 10 chip foos cars. No, I think it's like 12 or Maybe 15. Maybe 12. There's a lot, but yeah. it's nicely spread out because now there's room here, so yeah. everything's spread out. But they've got uh, the Boyd Air car that I remember being on the Power Tour way back when, I think 96 or something like that. That great story because it started raining, and that car is so slick it doesn't have windshield wipers. So it's a convertible, so they're hanging out the side. I remember seeing them hang out the side, <laughs> you know, trying to wipe the 
have windshield because they right, didn't have windshield right. wipers. But Impression is there, the Riddler winner, and I just saw all kinds of great cars. Sniper, which I haven't seen in so, a million years. So, real quick, what, in one thing, have you seen anything that makes you go, oh my gosh, yet? Not yet. Okay, it's still early. I have seen some of the oh my goshes, but I got to tell you, they're all rat rods. I'm not a rat rod fan. I, you, you know, know what? That. I, I just love the rawness of you it. it. That it's, chain mail. That chain thing was weird. It I had like chains all over it. Go to my uh, Instagram, Real Alan Taylor. I put some pictures there. Real Alan Taylor on uh, Instagram. And then there was another one that was like a, a slammed Model T or something that had the tracks on it. The wow. back, like a half track, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it had like a Cummins diesel in it. I mean, it was so cool. I don't know why. I mean, I love shiny, but for some <laughs> reason lately, I've just kind of liked that, I don't know, what do you want to call it, that uh, Mad Max thing. Right. I don't know why. It just brings out right. the little boy in me. Anyway, all right, let's take a break here. Um, we are going to be here for maybe two shows, two weeks worth of shows. So um, we hope that you guys will continue to listen in. Lots of voices of the industry are going to be on this show, The Drive, thanks to our friends at Hypertech. We're in the Hypertech hyperbolic oxygen chamber while the plague is raging through America and the world. We'll be right back. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Well, you're listening to The Drive all across America on about 100 radio stations. Thanks for hanging with us. We're at the uh, SEMA show, the Specialty Equipment Market Association trade show in Las Vegas um, at the Hypertech booth. And we are right on the show floor, 2021 SEMA. Joining us right now is Tim McCarthy. He is with uh, a couple of companies, a founder of Zybar, high temp heat coating for headers and anything that gets really hot. And he's also the chair-elect for the Hot Rod Industry Alliance. How are you doing, Tim? Doing great, Alan. How are you? I'm telling you what, man. Sharp-dressed man. Hey, yeah, let's go. Easy Top, who's a <laughs> rock and roll gearhead, by the way. Yes, he, Billy is a rock and roll gearhead. Did a show with him, and boy, he loves cars like nobody's business. You bet. Also, though, I see Hushmat. So you have a couple of companies that help Hot Rods to be better. That's right. You know, That's look right. better and just be better and quieter. And Let's talk about Zybar, though, because... I do believe that every gearhead, the guys that wrench and have, you know, kind of left a little flesh on the altar of the uh, car gods <laughs> by tightening those header bolts. And <laughs> right I've on. taken my headers off to, you know, flat black, what they called heat paint. Right. What is that heat paint? What is that? <laughs> it's spray paint. It's That's all it is. Right, not Zybar. <laughs> That's How hot can your paint withstand? Our coating, the Zybar coating's rated... It's coating to, is a better word, yes. It's rated to 1,600 degree metal surface temperature. And wow. a, lot of, a lot of coating companies will talk about 2,000 degree. Well, that's ambient temperature, right? That's the internal gas temperature. 
the metal surface temperature is what the coating bonded to. Right. And ours is rated to 1,600 degrees. Ceramics are 700 degrees. So 900 degrees more with the Zybar coating. So I was one of those guys that I wanted my headers to be black and beautiful right all on. the time. And I would actually take them off to paint them. Right. So that I could... And I would have to do that, I don't know, every three months or so. And I'd be in there touching them up, and I'd put rags underneath them. And, right on. You know, I mean, you, right. you know this. You, I do. I you, do. You either did it or... You, so tell us about where did this company start? Was it your passion or you just heard that this this is definitely something that, you know, gearheads want? You know, it's really evolved out of the Hushmat company. Okay. You know, people would come to me and ask me to prepare or develop a sprayable sound deadener. Oh. Well, sprayable sound deadeners don't exist. The chemistry just doesn't allow sprayables to provide effective sound deadening. Right. It'll do but a little something, but not what we really need. Not, not yeah. anywhere near what they yeah. want, what the customer demands, basically. Right. Right. But what that brought me to was a, a coating that was being used on aerospace components. Ah. I, I found it in 2011 ah. in Wichita, Kansas, pretty high uh, aircraft manufacturing center right. down there. Right. And they were using a sprayable product that was going on exhaust components. So from the aircraft industry it comes. And it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The problem was in 2011 it was an A and B very precisely mixed coating. Yeah. So you in the automotive garage it doesn't exist, you know, having to be precise on A and B that would happen one out of a million times. Right, right. So we reformulated that into a single component product. And it took so you're about talking about A and B is you know you got to mix these two. You got to mix yes. them together, right. and you got to do it precisely. Right. And we're like, that's not going to work. Right. So we spent six years in development Woo. and brought that to a single component, right. and it's exciting. It's a polymer base, and people will look at you like, well, polymers can't withstand temperature. This polymer can. Huh. And science and technology, baby. But you know what? A lot of trial and error, a lot of testing, a lot of dyno work, and we have a coating that is really virtually bulletproof. Well, it's fantastic. And it's exciting. So what else can you use it on? I mean, exhaust, obviously, the hottest component, I think. Turbos. Oh. Turbos. Oh, really? Uh, superchargers. Guys are putting them on valve covers. They're putting so it on other engine components. Multiple colors, or is it just black or silver? We have four colors. Okay. Four colors. What do you got? We've got Midnight Black. Nice. You'll like yes, that one. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Bronze Satin. Ooh. Aluminum. And nice. we have a traditional cast. That's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. You can buy it online at Zycoat.com. Z-Y-C-O-A-T. A little too easy. Z-Y-C-O-A-T.com. Zycoat. And then also you said Hushmat. Real quick, uh, this Hushmat company, this was the parent company of Zycoat. That's exactly right. And how long have you been doing that? I've been manufacturing that product for 32 years. Wow. Yeah, 32 years. Wow. Everything we make is manufactured right here in the USA. Nice. So. All right. Well, great. Uh, Zybar, Z-Y-B-A-R is the company. Zycoat.com is the website. And Hushmat. And uh, Tim McCarthy, thank you, sir. Great to be here, Alan. You're a gentleman and a scholar. We'll be right back. It is The Drive. Beat the masses. Go get yourself some cheap sunglasses. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback will make you fall in love with its state-of-the-art safety features, a spacious and comfortable interior, and convenient amenities, all ready for any adventure. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus up to 33 miles per gallon, 8.7 inches of ground clearance, X-Mode with hill descent control, and a direct-injected turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine will make you love every adventure in your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo model. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models. 
Well, it is the drive all across America and today in Las Vegas for the 2021 SEMA show. Uh, we've got uh, a very important person here. He's wearing a badge, and uh, it scares me because uh, he's part of the management. I think he was chairman. Uh, Jeff Major from Bedwood. Jeff, what, what involvement do you have with uh, SEMA, or did you, or are you still involved? Yeah, I'm still involved. Uh, I was one of the volunteers on the Hot Rod Industrial Alliance oh, Select great. Committee. Great. Uh, served on that for six years, and then uh, just recently served as chair. Oh, nice. And now I'm a media past chair. So. Nice. Now it's even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get that behind you. Okay, so my question for you is, first of all, Bedwood, mm -hmm. thank you for doing that. I well, have um, bought many vehicles that had, I believe, your product in there. I imagine you're not the only one that does it, but when somebody brags about Bedwood, the brand, it's because, you know, the quality is there. Yes. And so you guys are big in the industry. Give us a little uh, background on the history of Bedwood and your company. Well, back in uh, 2006, I was working on a truck for myself. Yeah. And the um, only thing that was on the market was oak. And I thought, you know, people need a choice. Because it didn't matter if it was a work truck or a Riddler contender. It had the same product in the back. Right, right. And um, so I did a market study, and here we are. And there's a, you know, we offer over 20 different species of wood and choices in wood, too. Right. And, and actually pick something that's actually going to make your truck pop. It matches the paint. Right. matches the interior. Right. pulls right. it all together. Yeah. That's the largest flat surface on the truck. Right. And then a few years later, we developed a product. Uh, we had these guys with these late model trucks with a metal floor saying, man, I'd love to do that in my truck. Yeah. So and, kind of like uh, a, a lay-in. Yes, yeah, so we got one called the Retro Liner. Oh, it goes nice. right across the existing metal floor. No drilling required. So you don't have to worry about a body warranty or anything like that. What? Uh, yes. Oh, that's great. And then a 2021 and back. And then right. also getting like your old El Caminos and Rancheros. Yeah. And I've a lot of classics like that. 72 El Camino I've been working on for years. Yeah. And that would be great. I have not seen an El Camino with a bedwood. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we do that. Wow. i got to go look at that. Now, talk about when was this born? Give us a little history on the company. Yeah, well, like I said, in uh, December of 6, I'm a geologist in my first life. Quit it. Uh, help put in quarries, awesome. tell people to drill oil wells, that type of thing. That's awesome. But uh, grew up, dad out of Texaco Station, always had an old truck that was just incredibly yeah. fast and yeah. you know, raced and did all that. And I was building that one for myself, and I didn't want oak. Looked all over the place to try to find something other than that. And so it was the, I thought, well, the customers need a choice, and to be able to offer that choice, extend that into the marketplace, I knew no one in aftermarket automotive, had no contacts in aftermarket automotive. So it was all the school of hard knocks. Love it, man. That's the way to do it. Uh, but just stayed in there, a lot of prayer. Because you know why? <laughs> uh, you're, you're passionate about it. You're going to do it your way. And what happens is a lot of times entrepreneurs, you know, so many people say, you know, uh, do all your homework, all your homework, all your homework. And I get it with some things, okay? Mm -hmm. But in this particular case with you, you wanted to do it your way. Mm -hmm. And did you set out to do a business out of it, or you set out to get some beautiful wood in your truck bed? Well, the initial part was just for my own truck. Right, that's what I figured. Uh, but then uh, when I was Necessity looking at this... is the uh, invention of... And I can just know. say, uh, I'm not going to throw out names, but I had some competitors that said, well, you have to buy this. Right. Talking about their product. And I thought, well, no, I don't. Right. And nobody else should have to. That's right. And, uh, and that's when I did, I did a market study, started mm -hmm. sourcing all these okay. different exotic woods yeah. and different domestics and... And, you know, trying to put some things, going to join SEMA. Yeah. Necessity of the mother of invention. And you decided, you know what? I don't have to do it your way. Yeah. I want to do it my way. And I've, I've never been wired to be trying to, somebody try to put me in a box. I'm not made that yeah, way. Right, so right, right. So what is your favorite? You said you have all these different species of wood. Is there one that you're just like super proud of that you were able to, you know, get myrtle wood or something like that? Well, you know? it's, uh, there are so many of them that are cool. Yeah. 
the one that I think is the coolest right now, and it's just because people have wanted and hit us up for something black. You know, black's the new oh, chrome. Oh, yeah. So we've got one called our Carbon Series. Oh, nice. And it's black as coal. You know, that's where we get the name of the Carbon Series. So how, how do you, how do you, is it just, is it just? It's, a, it's actually a finish that we put on it. Okay. But the finish is designed to actually bond to the fibers of the wood, not just be a surface film like paint. Uh, almost like fiberglassing a foam surfboard, kind of. It is. It's but clear it, as a bell, but yeah. it, it's, it's yeah, a different process. It does. It really makes the grain pop out. Yeah. It's completely black. Wow. And people are just loving it. So what about these brand new trucks? You're talking about, you know, not mm-hmm. drilling and doing all that. So how new do you make these bed wood uh, products for? 2021 and back. Oh, my God. And we can do the 2022s where they didn't change the inside of the bed configuration right, from right. 2021. So. Right. So, and you're here at SEMA. Oh, we're and here. And you're probably measuring up things that are showing up. We've got a lot of things that, yeah. um, you know, the, the new Ford Maverick is on our list. Right, right, so, right, uh, right. And uh, the Bronco, of course, and Jeeps. And, the, you know, we introduced one for the Jeep Gladiator a couple years ago when they nice. came out. Yeah, I just sold mine, but I'm getting ready to buy another one. I'm going to yeah. buy a diesel one. I had a gas. I loved it. I bought all the products I could buy from SEMA to kind of make it better. And then I, my sister got a diesel, and she's like, I get 29 miles to the gallon. Neener, yeah. neener, neener. And I'm like, you get what? Yeah. 29 miles to the gallon? I thought, okay, next. I only had you know, it six months, you know. You know then, I've got a Hemi in my power wagon, but our dually with the Cummins gets far better mileage than, I my, know, right? than my power wagon <laughs> right, does. Right. Yeah. And, it, you know, listen, I just thought, you know what? I love the process, right? Mm-hmm. So the process of building it up. And then when it's done, I'm like, all right, I'm done. Wait a minute, I'm done? That means I'm done. I'm not going to be done next. you got to do another one. Yeah, that's another right. one, exactly. So. And then we're starting to branch out some things now into the Overland. Yep. That segment of the industry. Getting a lot of requests for some pretty cool products for there. So we've got a lot of neat things happening at Bedwood. Well, it is absolutely awesome. Website is probably very simple. Yeah, bedwood.com. Okay, beautiful. All right, Jeff Major, thank you very much for your, also your service to uh, SEMA and the, the members well, of SEMA. Well, thank you, Al. We need people like you helping us to, uh, you know, kind of shine a lamp onto our feet. You've been there, you've done it, and now you can show us what to do and what not to do. That's that's right. Jeff Major, Bedwood, thank you very much. We'll take a little break from SEMA, the show floor, here in the Hypertech booth. If you're uh, listening to this and you missed it, doggone it, well, we got videos, too. So (laughs) check out uh, Hypertech. You'll see them on Hypertech's Facebook page. We'll be right back. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. Well, live from the SEMA show floor, I'm Alan Taylor. It is the drive all across America and around the nation. And we're talking to the voices of the industry. And here comes a guy that I have known for a long time. He's my doctor. Oh, doctor of horsepower. Dr. Jamie Meyer, he's the president of, now he's the president of PRI, Performance Racing Industry. And But uh, I, Jamie and I go back a long way, and he worked for General Motors for a long time, and now the president of PRI. Congratulations. How long has it been? We haven't talked in years. 
I'd wave at you as you'd walk by. You know, but here you are. I think you waved from the top of your ivory tower. Oh. That's that's where I got. No, it's good to see you. <laughs> good, good to see, see you, you man. I, you. I and I, I genuinely want to say thank you for all you do for the industry. Oh. You're you're one of those good car guys that are out there talking about the industry to folks that may that's not even sweet. know how cool it is. So thank you. You know, my job is to try and show people in words eye view, if you might say, through the mind's eye, theater of the mind, really how honest and good our hobby is. Because the, the car industry kind of sometimes gets a bad name. But that's what SEMA is all about. That's what these industries is all about, is to make sure if there's a bad egg, then we call a bad egg out and we fix it, right? Because we don't want bad eggs in our industry. Or they might just be slower. Slower, so. you know, um, whatever you want to call it. You can yeah, be nice yeah, like that. Yeah. But in this industry are incredible human souls. And we love each other. Yeah. And even if we fight, I was just telling you a story about a buddy of mine. We got into a fight for about 10 years. And then I saw him. He was going through a tough time. And I go, hey, brother, come on. Come over here. Let me give you a hug. Yeah. And we're back being buddies again. It's like, that's not worth it. We have one life to live. And it's getting shorter all the time because of the, the quickening that's happening in our world. And we need to enjoy our lives, and we can enjoy it more together. Alan, you know, interesting. I mean, you, you may have been talking about this all day, but the community yeah. of SEMA, yeah. the community of the, the car culture, boy, it's real. And you can feel it here at SEMA today. Yeah. yeah, no, no question about it. So to change subjects a tiny bit, PRI is another, it's the performance racing industry. So it's a little bit um, more hardcore than oh, SEMA yeah. for the racing fans. So talk about PRI a little bit. You're the president now. Yeah, no, I'm thrilled to be uh, at the lead here. You know, SEMA bought PRI nine years ago. I so, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was under Scooter Brothers. He was a chairman yeah, at the yeah. time uh, and put it together, put the deal together. And uh, it, it's been been a wonderful part of my life for 25 years. The show's been going on since the mid uh, 80s. A guy named Steve Lewis put it together, built a great team. And uh, I was on the SEMA board of directors in 1819 and the opportunity came up. The chairman, James Lawrence now, but Tim Martin at the time, Wade Kawasaki before him, uh, Chris Douglas is a really big part of this as well. Those folks really push in the racing industry. And PRI is is really on the rise right now with, with a great team behind us at SEMA. Chris Kersing, who I know you know Chris he very was on the well. Show, yeah, two weeks ago. So uh, we've got a lot of great things going. The PRI Trade Show, which is where this all starts, is in Indianapolis December 9 through 11. I'd love to personally invite you to come out oh, to Indianapolis if you can make it. Yeah. It is where the racing industry comes together. It's where the business of racing happens. Uh, and there's a lot more to PRI. We'll get into it, but uh, the show is the core of it. Yeah. Well, the show, I think, what happens is people in this industry, they go to this other trade show and they go, oh, good Lord, look at this. Yeah. There's more business over here for the hardcore racers, the business of racing, like you said, which racing is a business. And if you look at guys like Enzo Ferrari, he wanted to race. So he had to start a business so that he can go race, you know, and sell these cars called Ferrari. And so the, the fact is that it's a passion-driven business. And so I have not been to PRI, i got to tell you, oh, my gosh. 
Oh my gosh, fifteen years at oh, least. Well, well we gotta... I, listen, I I'm I'm not a racer. I raced in the Baja 500 one with Rod Hall. It was the tortoise and the hare. We're in a Hummer. You know, everybody's going round, 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 and then they're broken down, and we go, but, 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 you know, slowly going along. But uh, I love racing, but not as much as our friend Dennis Pitzenbarger, who you know used to do the Hot oh. Rod Show, and that guy lives it. So I'm more the guy that I live every facet of the hobby. I have old Suburbans. I've got Patrick Swayze's Range Rover. I got a car from Regis Philbin. I mean, I you know, a Jaguar here and a Mercedes there and a Porsche. Or maybe I got a Ford pickup and a Chevy pickup. Yeah, I've got them all. I got Dodge. I, I love them all. I'm that crazy guy. But then there's people that they hone it down to what is the essence of what their passion is all about. Racing. You know, I, I, as you're saying this, I'm thinking about how the hot rod industry started. You had men and women coming back after World War II. They were action junkies. They were hands-on people. Right. They, they flew planes. They built tanks. And they got into the, the 30s Fords, and they started, you know, modifying these vehicles. The Wally vehicles. Parks of the world. Wally Parks yeah. realized, wow, there's a lot of racing going on. Alex Exidius. I mean, right? These so, are people that we're friends with that they started this. Yeah. 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 And it's... You know, Alan, the message you've always talked about is how American this pastime is. What a legacy of yes. greatness and all these people, the innovators, the risk takers, yeah. entrepreneurs. You know, this spirit of America comes alive in racing for me. I got a shiver. You just did it to me. I got a shiver. I love that, <laughs> but, man. But that's what drives it's the true. racing. Good. Yes, yeah. it's true. And so, you know, we've got a great thing going with PRI, but it is the racing industry is, is under attack from various different groups. Yeah. We're watching the EPA really increase enforcement on performance parts for street-going vehicles, even like some of the things that Hypertech builds, you know, the companies like that. Yep. But we've got speed shops that build race cars and sell race parts that have recently been fined, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Wow. And it, it's going to jeopardize all of racing. So that has pushed us wow. to the PRI membership yep. and the push to get the RPM Act passed. So those yep. are other critical parts of my job at PRI yep. to protect this community. I love it, man. I love it. I love you. I appreciate everything you do. You are the perfect guy for the job. Thank you. Dr. Jamie Meyer, president of the Performance Racing Industry, PRI. I think I'm going to take you up on that. I was, you know, I was thinking it's about time. Come on out. Let's have some fun. December what? December 9th through 11. Indy. There you go. Indianapolis. If you haven't gone, I'll meet you there. This is The Drive all across America from the Hypertech booth at SEMA 2021. We'll be right back with more Voices of the Industry. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Bill. Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit buybrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. Live from the show floor in Las Vegas at the SEMA show. I'm Alan Taylor. This is The Drive with our friends at Hypertech. And uh, thanks to SEMA 
We are broadcasting from the show floor. Joining us right now is J.R. Granatelli, a name that is very synonymous with motorsports and racing. Um, Andy Granatelli and Joe Granatelli and Vince. Vince Granatelli. The last time I was with them was probably 15, 18 years ago. I was at the Indy 500. They said, do you want to interview the Granatelli brothers? And I'm like, who would not want to interview the Granatelli brothers? Are you kidding me? Anyway, I went in there, and oh, my gosh, we had lunch, and it was just fun. It was just fun. This is your father and your two uncles and icons of racing and brother. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. We've got a lot of fond memories. I, I mean, oh growing up, you think about the world famous, like the, the turbine car from 1967. Right. I was born in March, right? So in May, I was too, so little. I remember like 69, you know, Mario Andres, my godfather. So we win the, no! Indi, we win the Indy oh 500 in 69. I'm two years old. And there's <laughs> all these pictures of me in the car and everything. But That's I, I, so I have awesome. no memory of any of it. I remember like... Late 70s, early 80s, I finally was big enough to, you know, swing the wrenches. And so my dad and my uncles let me help restore the turbine car. And then interestingly, to come full circle, about a month and a half ago, we restored car number 60, which was the Lotus Wedge, which is the Colin Chapman car from 68. Oh, and I, I my just, God. I was so fun to drive that thing up the street after all those years. History, man. Yeah. Wow. By the way, thank you to your family for so much history. And that includes you, because you are now the legacy. You're the next generation. We appreciate that. And uh, so what is J.R. Granatelli doing? So Granatelli Motorsports, uh, we started a company called Granatelli Motorsports. I worked for my father up until 98, which we owned packs and superchargers. Wow. Sold the company, and then Granatelli kind of stayed with forced induction. There was a lot of weaknesses that I always identified uh, in the industry uh, surrounding superchargers. And my dad told me, you know, your book's smart, street, stupid. We're not going in that direction. I love that. As soon as I said, all right, dad, I'm on my own. Watch this. And then <laughs> I came out with all the products that I thought would complement the supercharger. That's and great. it turned out not only did it work for Paxton, then Vortec and Procharger. Then they started going after, you know, all the roots type blowers like the B&Ms right. and the Magnusons. And I just, I found a niche for myself. And Look at that. A lot of people have called me a chameleon where I continue to change my colors and I fit into the, the exact frame of what people need. And today. That's great. Today, Granatelli is really a big fabrication facility in that we can make you parts for your application or for your requirement, but we've never really lost our roots, which is mass airflow sensors, uh, exhaust cutouts. I call it the trinkets and trash of the business. This, you know? this is so, <laughs> I call it the jewelry, by yes. the way, because it all, it's like all the stuff that looks good doesn't work really without the jewelry, which is what makes it all work. Right. Well, you know, we you live know? in an industry where we're, we're selling things that you want, so they're all impulse items. Yeah, right. You don't need any of this, but you want all of it. Yeah, you got to have all of it. Absolutely. That's all of SEMA. I am delighted to hear this story. Thank you. Because, you know, when you come from a big, bigger-than-life family, I mean, you know, uh, Uncle Granatelli, Uncle yeah. Andy Granatelli, I mean, my God, the, the suits he wore. I mean, he was a marketing machine. He was genius in that way. He was. Right? And that's, that's so much history there. But who's to know? J.R. Granatelli is behind the scenes quietly tinkering away, feeding our industry, 
I love this story. I appreciate it. It warms that. the cockles of my heart. I've never <laughs> seen cockles, but whatever they are, it warms them up. <laughs> I, I think I think I think I've been told that I'm kind of a cross between my dad and my uncle. Yeah. I have my uncle's gift of gab, but I have my dad's business sense. So I've been fortunate that I could play and learn off of everybody. That is awesome. So which one is your dad? Which one of the so brothers? My, so there's three brothers, Joe, Andy, Vince, like Manny, Moe, and Jack. Right. So my father was the oldest. So my dad was born okay. in 1919. Wow. And then Andy came four years later, and then Vince came four after that. So now, are any of the brothers still alive? No, we, no I, absolutely. I shouldn't say that. I can't believe oh I said gosh. that. Uncle Vince is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Vince is don't Uncle Vince, I hope you're not listening. God bless Uncle him. Vince is still alive. He's ninety three years old All and right. and I'm gonna tell you he's got a thirty five year old girlfriend and she's super attractive. No. And I don't know how the heck he pulls this off. But she he's is Italian. beautiful. He's Italian, she's beautiful. <laughs> he doesn't look ninety, he looks about seventy, but That's he, awesome. But yeah, you know what? Everybody we have strong roots. That's awesome. Uncle Andy made it till ninety and he was the doctor said, we've never seen a 400-pound guy that could live so long, but <laughs> everybody was the same. My father, unfortunately, he made it till 84. He should have gone a lot longer, yeah. but he had lung cancer, and they think it was from when they were dipping the asbestos. Oh. Back then, they did, the racing suits were caught, and they would dip them in asbestos. It's like Steve McQueen. He, exactly. he left same. this world early. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Weird. Wow. So today, where are you today? What are you doing today? I mean, so, right now. So Granatelli is a manufacturer of exhaust promotion products we make exhaust cutouts we make v-bands we make oval tubing we found our own little niche in the next year you'll see us releasing a lot of great product for engine building we're coming out with a, a new patented ring grinder pin vice valve spring compressor kind of our take on everything you can remove the spring and you can check the valve spring pressure at the same time just things that all the things that i've always used but always wanted to, like, what if, what if? And I figured out how to put it together, and that's kind of what our 2022 is going to be. Dude, I love it. I love it. How about a website? GranatelliMotorsports.com. Too easy. That's that easy. I am so pleased to meet you. Please, any way I can help you tell the world about what you guys are doing in the future, just get, get a hold of David Leach, who's brought me here with the Hypertech people. Just say, hey, I got a new part. T tell the world about it, please. I appreciate that. I want to thank you for the opportunity, yeah. and I want to thank... Hypertech for the opportunity as yeah, well. Me too. Well, you're one of the voices of the industry. That's what this is all about. I am just like pleased to insanity about this, especially because I knew all your uncles, or your dad and your uncles. And this is like the. I'm I'm getting a little verklempt. We'll be right back, everybody. Stay tuned. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Well, thanks for joining us. It is The Drive. Voices of the industry today from Las Vegas, SEMA, the Specialty Equipment Market Association trade show. I know you're probably sick and tired of hearing that by now, but if you're just joining us, we're on the show floor. 
Unlike normally in a radio studio, we have a tiny little studio here that we built right on the show floor at a trade show, which is really kind of cool. Joining us right now is Carter Reed, and uh, we're sitting in the Hypertech booth, and uh, I, I posted a picture of the new Bronco that was a Bronco truck, and you're like, wait a minute, they don't make a Bronco truck. No, they don't. But Carter Reed does. He's a creative director for Sport Truck USA, a division of Fox. You've heard of Fox Shocks. Well, they have a uh, sport truck division, evidently, and Carter's going to tell us about it. But more importantly, I, I posted this picture of this little red Bronco that had a bed. What is it, three feet or something? It's, it's, a, it's a bed. It counts. <laughs> it's Technically, a little, it's a bed. A little tiny little bed, but it's just cute as a bug's ear. Big old wheels and tires, and it's kind of a fire truck. Tell us a little bit about the story about this truck, and it's got Hypertech products on yeah. it. First off, I don't know if I'd call it cute as a bug. But, well, well, cute as a bug's ear. Come on. Let me call it what all I right, want. All right. Well, so <laughs> we had this idea, and going back to what the Bronco used to be, it used to be used for very much a utilitarian purpose. Right. And, and you look at all these fire departments in rural areas, and they use these brush trucks, more or less. It was a Bronco with a half cab. It had the hose reel. It had some water in the back, and it would, it would help in the event of a fire. Right. The and, half cab, meaning just over your head for the driver, and then down right behind correct. your back. And there's just a little bit of that little bed back there. Yeah. So yeah. we had this idea of, you know, New Broncos coming out, it's available two door and four door, but they're not offering a truck. So, like, how cool would it be to bring back that heritage, bring back just the what the Bronco used to be? It's just this cool vehicle. And that, it's in the Ford booth, by the way. So it is Ford, Ford must have liked it. Yeah, it is in Ford's booth. Yeah. So, we started with a, a two door Bronco. Uh, it's a black diamond edition, nothing special. It's a manual 2.3 liter with a seven speed. And we said, let's let's turn it in a truck. So, we took the full hardtop, cut it down to make a half cab. And then from there... Do they not make that? They don't make No, and, and we're... There's, They're going to know. There's a whole lot of people asking for it now yeah. because of what we did. So, oh, uh, yeah. so and, and it's more than just cutting it down. Good for them, yeah. right? So, yeah. you know, product development. Yeah. Just, uh, so there's a video about it. How do people find that video? That's kind of a yep, fun Yep, so the video. easiest way is to head to the BDS website. We got it right there on the homepage. BDS. BDS-suspension.com. Okay, so the suspension components yep. is kind of the... Yep, so that, that is our focus. So we are a suspension manufacturer, so we focus gotcha. on the suspension part. Right, So and that's, again, part of the division of Fox. Correct. They must own a lot of different companies. Yeah, they, they do have their hands in a bunch of different things. Well, they're, uh, they're OE, original equipment, on the, the, a lot of these vehicles. On the Raptor, on all the TRD Pro Toyota vehicles. Right, they're TRX. On anything that's... Uh, no, not the TRX. No, no, really? No, no, no. But um, oh. but source <laughs> <Sorry, laughs> So you want them on there? Yeah, yeah. But uh, even like the Jeeps, anything Rubicon now comes with the Fox package. If you get a Jeep See, Wrangler but, Mojave, no, I was going to say I just had the Mojave. I just yeah. sold it, 2021. Why'd you get rid of it? Well, because I want a diesel version. Okay. Well, uh, mine was gas. I put a Borla exhaust. Loved it. Had the Fox shocks. That's yeah. why I thought what well, got to be on the, yeah. the TRX truck. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm going to have to talk to somebody. But anyway, <laughs> that's funny. But this truck, by the way, you, you did a great job. It is Thank awesome. You. Yeah, it's fun. Thank you. It's, it's not over the top. It's not you know your SEMA-esque, right. let's put the big wheels, let's go crazy. Right. It's a utilitarian build. So right. it's got the right stuff. It's got the right gear. It looks phenomenal, and it, and it works. Yeah. So it's um, we actually, you know, the video that you're referencing that I, yeah. I think you ran across, we actually worked with our local fire department. We actually staged a whole brush fire and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, that's cool. It, I mean, it went on out on a mission, yeah, and it kind of led the way. It, it's like a little mini fire truck, like a Tonka truck. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so in, in a short great. wheelbase, anything looks big. So right. putting thirty sevens on it looks like they look like forties. It's this massive right. tire on there. So it's so uh, funny. It, we had a blast building it. Um, it. Overall, we built it in about ten weeks to, from the start, from planning wow. to execution. Really, about six of that was the actual build time. So now you've driven it. I take it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Is it fun to drive? It's a blast to drive. I'll bet. I mean, and it's a four cylinder. 
it's, it's still got it's plenty of juice. Plenty of juice. It's a 2.3 liter EcoBoost, so it's, right. it's got plenty of power. It's got right. the turbos and, right. and, and seven-speed manual. I mean, how cool is it to drive a vehicle in this age that's still manual? I know, right? Yeah, so. we talk about that a lot. Well, so uh, Sport Truck USA built a vehicle. It's in the Ford booth. And if you're watching the video, you're looking at it right now. If you're not, head over to Hypertech on their Facebook page. We'll be sharing this there. And or, again, for this video, I'll make sure we get that out yeah, there. Yeah, and, and so Sport Truck, just so I can get some clarity there. So Sport Truck is our parent company okay. within that. So uh, BDS is actually the brand that built it. So it's okay. a BDS suspension on there B-D-S. with Fox Truck. BDS. Yep. Yeah. All right, brother, thank you. You were uh, very patient trying to get on this oh, show. Oh, you're good, you're good. Oh, my gosh, if you knew. He was sitting here. Wayne Carini comes up, and I go, oh, can I talk to Wayne, please? Yeah, but that was like the fourth or fifth time you yeah, came well, by. Uh, thanks to, uh, to Blair all the way. Also, Blair Hefty for getting you on here with yeah, us. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Voices of the industry here on the show floor at the Hypertech booth, which Hypertech on that product. Definitely, definitely. Which I think you need it if you have something you like have that. Yeah. I mean, speedo correction as well as a little more juice. Yeah, yeah. makes way a big to go. difference. All right, that's a wrap for this week's show. Once again, we've got plenty of content here we're creating here at Voices of the Industry from the SEMA show floor. Thanks to our friends at Hypertech. I'm Alan Taylor. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. have some trouble, but when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback gives you state-of-the-art active safety technology for extra confidence on every drive. You can count on the roomy comfort and impressive cargo space, standard raised roof rails with enhanced tie-down points, and Subaru Starlink Multimedia with an 11.6-inch high-resolution touchscreen to wrap your experience with love for your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models.